famous black inventors who make life easier, a conference for creatives and innovators that you need to know about, and trends in African-American entrepreneurship. All that and more on this episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show. Let's get to it. You're tuned into the Business Life and Coffee Show, a virtual mentorship podcast for early stage entrepreneurs and busy professionals who care deeply about finding the healthy balance between work and the rest of our lives. Thank you so much. If this is your first time listening to the show or tuning into the show, welcome. And if you are a longtime participant of the show, hey, welcome back. I couldn't be more excited and thrilled that you are a part of our show. And this episode is brought to you by two sponsors, Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR is an outsourcing provider for HR for small businesses and startups across the country. And Patreon is the supporter of our show. It's a way for you to contribute to the show for different types of perks and interaction and community building that can only happen with the support of Patreon. So those are our two sponsors. We're getting into the show. Hey, this is my birthday month. I'm celebrating the whole month. I don't care. I'm going to be that guy who celebrates. So happy 33rd birthday to me. Um, you guys have been great with being a part of the show and leaving reviews and tuning in every month. There's some stats that we're able to see and we see how many people tune in. So um, thank you there. And also, if you're listening on radio, you're one of our new listeners on a radio in the 12 U.S. cities that we're now a part of. I just want to say thank you as well for being a part of the business Life and Coffee family. Also, uh, I mentioned last week or last episode that I did a presentation at the University of Maryland School of Dentistry for dental students, med students, and pharmacists. And the talk was on how to develop an entrepreneur mindset. And what happened as a result of that is that I created a course, uh, a free course for you to learn the four principles of entrepreneurship and not just starting a business, but staying in business. Um, after 10 years of experience in entrepreneurship, I found that uh, there's really some things and some mindsets that separate successful people from non-successful people in entrepreneurship. And so I wanted to make sure that you have an opportunity as a listener, as a supporter of the show, to get that type of information as well. So we're going to talk about some famous black inventors who make life easier. Uh, we're going to talk about a conference that I'll be attending that I think you should too. It's for creatives, it's for innovators, it's for business owners, it's for leaders who uh, have a curiosity uh, that just isn't itched in other conferences. And I'll share more about that. And last but certainly not least, we're going to talk about trends in African-American entrepreneurship. So we're going to cover all of that on this episode. So let's get back to it after this break. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, 
Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com contact. All right, we are back to the Business Life and Coffee Show, and we're going to be talking about famous black inventors for far too long. And you know what? I don't even know if I can label this group of inventors as famous because with fame comes notoriety, comes celebration. It comes just becoming a household name. And I don't know that every single entrepreneur on this list or every innovator on this list is famous. So I've got to back up a little bit and talk about that first and foremost and say, um, these might be some names that you haven't heard of before, but the reality is, is they make our lives so impactful. And I really wanted to go through this list that I found on history.com and history.com shows a list of eight black inventors who made daily life easier. So we're going to march through some of these here. And uh, if you have been impacted by any of these, uh, strong chances you've been impacted by all of them. But if you've been impacted by any of them, I want you to drop a comment on my Facebook, on my Instagram, on my Twitter, and just, you know, show some love to these uh, incredible, courageous innovators who were innovating at a time when it was not okay to be black. Uh, a lot of these people are from early ages where there was still segregation, discrimination, um, laws in place that made it harder to be an African-American. And um, so we wanna honor the legacy of people that have gone before us and mention these uh, these names. So the first one that we wanna talk about is Sarah Boone, who improved the ironing board. And Sarah Boone improved the ironing board in 1892. So the ironing board is a product that's usually used just as much as it's overlooked. And in the late 19th century, it was improved upon by Sarah Boone. And so what she did was she expanded upon the original ironing board, which was basically, it was a, it was a wooden block. It was a slab for people to take this iron that they had set on the stove and heat up. And then you would just put your stuff on top of the wooden block. But what she did was she made the board narrower and made it more curved. It at, she added curvature to this so that it was easier to iron garments like dresses, like jeans, well, and, and, and shirts. So the ability to take your garment and slide it onto the ironing board We've got to give credit to Sarah for that. Now, I, truth be told, don't use the ironing board as much. I'm much as I'm more of a steamer kind of guy or a dry cleaning kind of guy. But even if you look at dry cleaning and you see how that process works, there is a lot of putting garments onto things and steaming all around like a sleeve or a pant leg or what have you. So Sarah Boone, we celebrate you today. We also celebrate Mary Van Britton Brown, who in 1966 co-invented the home security system. 
Now, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, I am sure that you hear advertisements for home security systems because podcasting seems to be the vehicle for selling a lot of these things. So uh, what I wanted to do is shout out Mary Van Britton Brown, who founded the co-invented the home security system in 1966. And before security systems became a fixture in homes, uh, an African-American nurse, Mary Van Britton Brown, so she was a nurse, she devised an early security unit for her own home. She spent nights home alone in Queens, New York, while her husband was away and felt unsafe with the high rates of crime in her neighborhood. On top of that, police were unreliable and unresponsive. So she created a device that would help put her mind at ease. She invented a system that used a camera that could slide into and look through four peepholes in her front door. The camera's view would then appear on a monitor in her home so she could survey any potentially unwanted guest. She added other features to the system, including a microphone to speak to anyone at the door, a button to unlock the door, and a button to contact the police. She and her husband took out a patent for the system in the same year, and they were awarded the patent three years later in 1969. Home security systems commonly used today took various elements from her design. Now that's from the History Channel's uh, website. I read that description. But man, for a nurse to create a patent for a uh, home security system, that should be inspiring to all of us to say that, hey, you, you don't have to go to school for something. You can learn how to invent something on your own just from curiosity. All right, let's get into one that is a bit more famous. You probably have heard this name, Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan invented the three light traffic light in 1923. So that's the red, yellow, green. And the interesting thing about Garrett Morgan is that he invented this with only an elementary school education. So I get a lot of questions from people asking, hey, uh, do I need to have a college degree or an MBA or some high level degree to uh, make an impact and make a difference? And the answer is no, you don't have to. You can, uh, I'm not saying have an elementary degree, but what I'm saying is that your curiosity and your desire to create things is not bound by the degree that you have in school. And so in 1923, Garrett Morgan came up with several inventions, but most importantly was the uh, traffic light. Some of the other things that he did was the sewing machine and gas mask. Um, I don't use a gas mask that often. Uh, neither do I use a sewing machine, but those are some of Garrett Morgan's inventions as well. And what he did was he created this light in Cleveland, Ohio, because he was the first black person in Cleveland, Ohio to own a car. And as a motorist, he saw so many car accidents at intersections, and he decided that he wanted to create a yield component to warn oncoming traffic that there's about to be a stop coming soon. And so really, he was responsible for making that that transitional element of a stoplight, um, which is the yellow light. And so we are all grateful for him because he helped prevent a lot of traffic accidents, which would be scary to think about if there was no light. The next thing is the refrigerated truck invented by Frederick McKinley Jones in 1940. And so if you have ever gotten something shipped, if you've gotten it shipped to your door, if you went to a restaurant and they had their their meats and produce shipped, 
It's thanks to Frederick McKinley Jones, who in 1940 created the refrigerated truck. And what he did was he took out more than 60 patents throughout his life, including a patent for roof-mounted cooling that's used to refrigerate goods on trucks during extended transportation. And he co-founded the U.S. Thermo Control Company, later known as Thermoking. The company was critical during World War II, helping to preserve blood, food, and supplies during the war. So what I want you to do is check out this article. There are plenty other great inventors who have made our lives easier today. Everything from the um, the microphone, uh, James E. West in 1964, uh, the automatic elevator doors, Alexander Miles in 1887. What else? The carbon light bulb filament, Lewis Latimer in 1881, and, and the color IBM PC monitor and gigahertz chip uh, by Mark Dean in 1980 and 1999. Listen, these guys and women are incredibly uh, vital to our lives these days. And so let's, let's pay some respect. So who's your favorite entrepreneur? Who's your favorite African American inventor? Let me know. And I'd love to hear from you about that. The next segment of our show is called while you were working. And I want to highlight this conference. I, I feel like I'm doing it a disservice by calling it a conference because it's more than a conference. It's, it's a movement, in my opinion. It's, uh, a collection and a community of future forward minds collaborating to turn the possibilities of today into the realities of tomorrow. And before I share a little bit more about this, uh, conference and movement, I want to tell you how it's personally impacted me. So uh, I have shared about organizations and conferences that I've attended that have like literally blown my mind. And I have met with people in my field and in my industry. So for example, going to HR conferences uh, ever since I became an entrepreneur and seeing just the possibilities that can exist within my field. And so for the longest time, I'd always been going to these sorts of conferences and walking away inspired and motivated. Um, but it had always been in my field and not necessarily in other different disciplines. Well, fast forward to 2000, I guess it would be 2018 when I attended this conference in Napa Valley. It was my first time going to Napa. So I got to you know, indulge in all of wine country. And, uh, anyway, so I went to this conference not knowing what to expect, but at the time I was a Southwest storyteller with Southwest airlines. And, uh, I was essentially a social media ambassador. Um, and I attended this conference. And so I was documenting my journey. I have some podcasts that I uh, recorded from there, but something happened at that, at this conference. And I'm still blown away by it because what happened at that conference is I was able to meet people who are leaders and excelling at a very high level um, in industries, if I can be honest, industries that I didn't even care about or didn't know about and that I didn't know that I needed to know about or care about. I'm talking about uh, space exploration. I'm talking about 
uh, molecular research. I'm talking about uh, innovative design. I'm talking about film critique. This particular conference that I uh, attended was so, so impactful. Uh, I actually uh, I had been fortunate enough to speak with someone there and um, I have a, a client relationship from that uh, conference. Uh, but more importantly, I have I have friends, I have relationships, I have contacts, I have uh, perspective in life. Um, it, it, it's a conference that's like a unconference where there it's not a lot about the number of people that attend. It's more about the the quality and the purity of the ideas that uh, are able to shine forth. And so I know I'm hyping this thing up. I haven't mentioned the name, um, but I wanted to also give an interesting note about the conference, too, is that you have to actually apply to attend. So it's not like a conference where you go on the website, you pay your money, and then they show you how you can book your hotel, book your flight, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a exclusive community. It's a exclusive community for a reason, um, because the kinds of people that attend this conference are the top of their field. They're innovators. Um, you see their TED Talks. You see their TEDx Talks. You watch their movies. You read about them in the newspaper. And sometimes you don't even read about them. You read about their work. Uh, and you would never know that they're the face or the name behind, um, the work that is, that's going on. And so, uh, I'm actually on the website now and I click the, uh, apply button and this says that, uh, this conference is a community unlike any other. We help people push the boundaries on their thinking and reinvent themselves. And I swear that is true. Please help us with a few short questions and then we'll be in touch. So I'm not going to go into it. I actually want you to apply to this conference. And the name of the conference is called Dent. That's right, Dent. And it's based on the premise of Steve Jobs has a famous quote where he said, I want to put a dent in the universe. And so this conference is one that happens every year. Uh, the next one is going to be March 22nd through the 25th in New Mexico. And what happens here is, of course, there's conference environment where you go and there's keynotes and there's breakouts and all that. But when I tell you the magic is really in the conversations, the magic is in meeting people and the magic is in getting to learn about uh, fields and industries that you ultimately need to care about and become a supporter of as well. I can give you uh, an example. I was at the conference and I met this guy. Uh, his name is his, his name is Kyle. I was like, hey, man, nice to meet you. You know, I, I'm doing this podcast and uh, I see that you live in a van. <laughs> and uh so Kyle had a phenomenal story. He, he was one of the podcasts uh a few episodes ago. Uh maybe I'll I'll drop the link in the show notes. But Kyle uh was a, a frequent attender of Dent. He had this very successful multi-million dollar company in Las Vegas th that he sold and then he just he travels the world. Uh, in this van and he was sponsored by, I believe it was Winnebago. Um, he was sponsored. And so he just creates 
and he curates and he posts and he takes pictures and he writes content and he shares. Um, and he just travels the world. And I was so inspired by this guy because we were about the same age and he was living his true authentic life. Um, he was doing what he wanted to do. He had climbed the mountaintop of success as an entrepreneur. He didn't like what he saw or he wasn't, you know, that wasn't his final spot. And he said, you know what, I'm going to do something else. And so, you know, he went off and he did. And I admired him for that. And I never forgot that interaction that we had. As a matter of fact, the interview that we that we did, we we interviewed inside his van. And it was just so cool because we took a photo in the van and he put it inside his van. So like we had a little Polaroid, we took a Polaroid selfie. And so now like it's just a memory on his, uh, on his van. So that was uh, really, really cool. So what I want you to know about Dent is that you should attend, you should apply to attend and uh, it's really going to change your life. Uh, We're going to talk more about Dent in the weeks to come. Uh, I'm going to interview some of the speakers, interview some of the staff. You're going to get some of the origin story behind Dent and what makes it so successful and the kind of community that you can expect there. But I want you to know that I want to see you at Dent. I want to shake your hand. I want to take a selfie with you. I want to talk about all the sorts of things that we're going to experience there together. Um, So I want you to check out Dent. Check out Dent and the website is dentthefuture.com. That is dentthefuture.com. And this is while you're working because I don't want you to be working during this conference. I want you to set aside time to attend this conference. So don't work. Go to Dent because it's going to change your life. All right, let's keep it moving and go to Coffee Shop Q&A. Coffee Shop Q&A is a segment where we dive right into mentorship, either with a guest interview, a topic I've been thinking about lately that I want to share, or responding to your questions. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, you know how to reach me. Email me at jprice at jumpstart-hr.com or tweet me, send a DM to Joey V. Price HR on Twitter or Instagram. Now, here's the thing that I wanted to close out Black History Month with. We started this conversation with famous or important inventors uh, from African-American history, but it is still a good time to be an entrepreneur. And whether you are a career professional or not, I think it's important for every sort of person to have an business, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's your full-time thing. The reason that you want to have a business is because really there's like a few ways that you can generate um, wealth long-term. It's going to be investments. It's going to be real estate. It's going to be an invention or an idea, or it's going to be um, uh, having a business. And so if you uh, do any one of these, it can funnel into the others. Um, so for some people, they say, you know, I don't know investing. And so I'll start a business or I don't have the cash flow to get into real estate right now. So I'll start a business. Um, I truly believe that you should be a business owner, be an entrepreneur, no matter what you do. 
uh, in life for your professional duties. So there was an infographic that came out and I'll drop the link in the show notes from Guided Financial and Lending Club, which talks about a few things that um, I want to bring to your attention about African-Americans in business. So they reached out to more than 2,700 current and aspiring business owners nationwide to learn insights about African-American entrepreneurs, including current trends, challenges, and motivations. So really quickly here, the top five motivations for opening a business. The number one was I wanted to pursue my own passion. Number two, ready to be my own boss. Number three, opportunity presented itself. Four, dissatisfied with corporate America. Five, they were laid off or their job was outsourced. Now, these are all really great motivations to open a business. But like I said earlier, you want to make sure that you can stay in business. And so I do have a course, a free course for the entrepreneur mindset. And I want to offer that to you for you to download and take a look at uh, what you can do to not only move from motivation to motivation, but be successful. I, I think that if I were to be honest, I have all of these uh, motivations uh, for starting a business because they were all true. I don't think that one person just has one particular motivation. So I would like check all five boxes. But all that to say, it's a great time to be in business. All right. So the next thing that they did was they asked current uh, entrepreneurs, current African-American entrepreneurs, their happiness level. How happy are you with being an entrepreneur? And if I were to do the quick math here, uh, over 70% of entrepreneurs who are uh, of color, so African-American entrepreneurs, rated um, themselves an eight or higher. So uh, not only is it a great time to be an entrepreneur, if you're an African-American, you'll be happy. <laughs> 70% of respondents said that they were an eight, nine, or a 10. And I'd say that I'm somewhere between a, a nine-ish um, there are definitely things about my business that I'm working on and working through so that I can feel a little bit more comfortable. But the truth is you want to be involved in a business and you want to think about the, the joy that can come from a successful business. And so uh, happiness isn't always about your current state of affairs, but it's also about, you know, what do you get to do? What do you get to do as a result of being an entrepreneur? The last thing that I want to touch on here, because there's so many other things, but um, the top challenges for small business owners, five that were listed here, I'll go back from the bottom to the ground up. Um, the lowest was managing and providing benefits. Uh, next was administrative work, bookkeeping, payroll, etc. cetera. Uh, next was recruiting and retention of employees. So as you can already see, you know, my company does three of the top, you know, five things for business owners. So I'm glad that I'm in the field that I'm in. Um, the next was time management. The next was marketing and advertising. So basically getting exposure for the business. And then the fundamental thing was lack of capital and cash flow. So these are some of the top challenges facing small business owners that are uh, African-American. What do you think? Is this a good time to be an African-American in business? Um, do you have a business idea? Are you in business? Uh, give me a shout out. Let me know what you think. And thanks for tuning in to this business, life, and coffee show, and I will see you next week.